Remy. Remy. Remy He, come on down. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah. How are you? How's it going? I'm, I'm good. Have you guys, is this it? Are we on it? Have you done the intro and everything? We're on, baby. Wow, we're, we're on. on. You're hey. on. Yeah. You're on pod. We don't normally do that, but we decided to today. Yeah. Yeah, I was kept in like a little um, quiet sort of green room, a little waiting room just with, with, yeah. with no, no introduction. No catering. Yeah. No catering. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right, no, names only, please. No fluffer. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no fluffer in here, man. <laughs> um, so just to paint a picture to those listening, Remy is in a hotel with a robe on. Um, Looking ridiculously swa- swaggy, yeah. i got to say. Swaggy as fuck, dude. Doesn't everyone in a hotel robe? Like? I'd look like an absolute disgrace if I was in that hotel right now. That's not true. Nah, I'd look swaggy. Yeah. You caught me just as I stepped out of the shower, so that probably has, has a big part mm. to play. It it, yeah. it sounded. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to give you a tour. Like the place is a mess. Right. <laughs> Good shower. But it's a Sunday. Do great shower. This actually, you know, I, I lucked out. So yeah, I'm I'm in a hotel quarantine because I uh, I came back to Australia. Oh God, 11, 12 days and counting now ago. And so you know, doing the the two week mandatory mm. quarantine. And um, yeah, it's been. It's been a pretty interesting exercise in accepting solitude back into my life. Mm. Yeah, I bet. And this is this is this is not your. F- you've had like you've done it three times now, isn't it? Is this, this is my third? third. This is my third time. But that being said, so when like this, the first time I did this was like a year ago at the beginning of the pandemic when I was in America. I was you know just bouncing around LA for a little bit, and um, shit went down, and. And, and I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Like it was hectic. It was really, really bad in America. <laughs> so I, I, I was really lucky to get a flight back home because even that was difficult. And I was so lucky. I got in a week before they made this whole hotel quarantine thing mandatory. So I was able to quarantine with my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she like lived in this nice little place in, in, in Canberra. But um, she actually, her work is, is to do with, with COVID. She's an epidemiologist, so I probably would have been better. Are you holding a spatula, Joe? No, that's, that's a microphone. That's a microphone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you talking into a spatula? Uh, yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm just cooking. I'm just flipping some pan jacks. Yeah, is that a chicken <laughs> drumstick? <or> a- <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was saying with her in in Canberra, but I reckon a hotel would have been preferable to be honest, because I like had to wear a mask in in every room in the house. And, and when I left, I just hear this shh, shh, like spraying <laughs> down the room with Glen 20 to disinfect yeah. whatever surfaces I touch. Like a big um, insect. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like a leper. Chasing you around but, with um, a mortein. In, in here, I've, I've got no one, man. It's just, it's just me, myself and I. Mm. Um, what about Irene? Oh. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, six. So yeah, you got two days. So. You got two days left. I got two days left. Yeah, and you're gonna miss it. it. I think I am gonna miss it a little. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's it's been great. I've I've had like this lovely view um, outside my window every day. Um, wait, He's looking over Hyde Park, Todd. Oh, nice. That's a great view. That yeah. is a great yeah. quarantine experience. No, like, that's big, doing big, it in I, style. Look, I lucked out. I've I've had um, some friends go through some pretty shocking uh, experiences, mm. like the Novotel. So I had a mate who um, stayed at the Novotel during his two week quarantine, and that place, if you don't know, actually got shut down like last year because they were just found to be so not up to scratch. Oh. And um, so he was saying, was like, just banging everyone like glory hole through the front door." So and stuff. He, he was he was in this <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny box of a room. And um, like it was, it was terrible. Like the bed was crap. All the furniture was like peeling, and 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 you know the paint was coming off the walls or whatever. But his, uh, so there was a security guard who was stationed right outside his door because his room was kind of at the um, the intersection of the corridors. So he, the guard mm. gets the line of sight everywhere. But it just so happened to be oh, yeah. that the guard would be outside his door every day, and the bathroom was also positioned right at the front door, and the walls were paper thin. And I don't know, like sometime like around day six and he's already losing his mind. He was like, dude, I just went to take a shit and I farted and the security guard heard it and just laughed at me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that sucks. 
I was talking yeah. about this this thing um, this morning with a friend of mine. I went camping this weekend, Remy, and we, were, we drove back yeah. to the crack of dawn this morning. And, Where'd you um, go? To Mount Franklin. Yeah. Oh, where, they make, where the water comes from. Where the water comes yeah, from? Yeah, we went out there to see the giant water. You know the big banana? They've got like a giant water bottle out there. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> That's um, good. No, good I'm me. just full of dad, fuckhead dad jokes today. Um, yeah. But no, it's a, it's a, it's an extinct volcano. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, and the the way you drive in is where back in the day, God knows when, the lava breached through the wall and like the volcano, you know, collapsed and all the lava came out. That's the entrance to the camping grounds. Nice. And you wow. really feel like you're in a volcano. Like it's it's a there's a high kind of ridge that goes around. So it's only five minutes out of Dalesford. Oh, but, great! Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, did you stop in at the lavender farm? I didn't actually. <laughs> I didn't. No, I missed the lavender farm. Yeah. Um, Where's Dalesford? Give me some. Da- I don't. I don't know what we're talking Dalesford's about. Dalesford's west. It's um. It's west. Oh, it's northwest. Is that where the is McLaren? The McLaren? No, they're southeast. The exact uh, opposite direction from thank that. You. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Continue. So, 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 so. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I went out there. Um, with oh, that's right. I went out there with a bunch of dudes, bunch of sober guys. Bunch of, yeah. you know, my, my sober comrades. There was 40, what, two of us actually. It's wow. a massive operation they run. Honestly, it's like there's, 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 um, there's like you get there and all the tents are already set up and there's like wow. a, a big, um, there's a big like communal tent with a fucking generator and one of the, one of the boys is a chef and he cooks for everyone. Um, so you get these like three meals a day and they're just like cooked by a chef. Um, mm. But there's a lot of bread involved and like it's probably a good thing because you get quite backed up while you're out there. And there's only like drop, there's only drop toilets. Drop toilet. Yeah. 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 So, so we were driving back talking about, about being backed up. Mm. Um, Me and, me and Sam. And, um, and I was saying, I was asking Sam whether he feels embarrassed when he's in a cubicle and say you're at the airport, which is the worst Mm. place arguably to do a shit. Mm, yeah, it's up there. <laughs> it is right. Yeah, um, you're at the airport and you've got like you know someone on either side. Mm. Are you embarrassed when you fart in that yeah. in that situation? And yeah. my answer was like, oh, absolutely. Like I'll go yeah. to any effort to make sure not a peep <laughs> comes out of there. I don't even yeah. want. I don't want to plop. I don't want to. Yeah, fart. I don't even want to plop. Yeah, I don't want to plop. Who shame is real? Yeah. And I'm yeah. and I'm afraid of and I'm afraid that they can like even though everyone's doing it I'm afraid that my smell oh. <laughs> wafts wafts in next door fully yeah I never I never think about the smell so much but definitely the noises yeah and but when I was speaking to and I don't know if I should name this person because he's known to our pod universe <laughs> okay but when I was speaking to this person who's a very respons- <laughs> he's a very responsible um. Uh, polite, uh, you know, got his shit together kind of person. <laughs> I, you narrowed it down to like two people. <laughs> <laughs> he said that when he's in that situation, he just lets it rip. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a faceless crime. Yeah. You know what? That'd be a nice place to be. He's got yeah, no shame in that scenario. One less anxiety Embrace in it. your life. Yeah. What, what's your position, Remy? Everybody poops. Um, I reckon... Oh, dude, I, I completely kind of go between both sides and it just mm. depends where I get caught on the day. Like totally, man. No, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Just sitting yeah. in the toilet and being like, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, cool. it, it, it is really embarrassing. And then sometimes like you just don't, I just don't fucking care. Like everybody shits. Yeah, yeah. they do, don't they? And, it's and, like, I don't, and I don't know why it is that sometimes I, I, I really care and sometimes I just don't. I think probably mm. it has like a correlation to do with like the, the, the toilet itself. Like if it's a fucking grungy pit stop, you know, on a highway, so oh, yeah. like no, no one's going to give a shit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, lo- I love door to the floor. Yeah. Door yes. to the floor yes. is a vibe. That's a vibe. That's you making like, doing whatever you want in there. Yeah. Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. those tiny cubicle doors where you feel like 
your, your head and oh, like yeah. your head <laughs> yeah. like that. It's just covering your belly yeah, button. Yeah, it's just censoring much. from your nipples to your balls or something like well, that. Well, somewhere the gap between the thing is huge. You can actually see people's I, knees. Yeah, That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, we stopped at a, at a servo on the way through um, back home this morning and um, Sam, who had been backed up all weekend, went into the, went into the <laughs> servo because he, you know, mm. needed to go. And mm. he came back out of there like two minutes later and showed me a photo on his phone. And the servo toilet had like the cubicle just had a big shit just sitting in front of the toilet. Oh. And then like... A mound of of toilet paper with shit stains all over it coming out of the toilet, like standing like half a meter taller than the the seat. So people were just shitting on top of it and then the top one fell off. Is that what happened? That, well look, I couldn't work it out. I was like, I need like a like a forensic diagram yeah. of like what like what ha- yeah. what happened in that situation? Ballistics. Like, did you you need ballistics? <laughs> <laughs> I love that word, by the way. I love it too. Um but uh, you need like did did they did they go on the floor first, and then wipe their eyes and, and intentionally like because yeah. there was so much air space in the in with the toilet paper like it wasn't scrunched up or folded up tightly and in the water it was like standing up so it's like it's like they've decorated it intentionally, mm. Mm. and tried to make it the most objectionable toilet cubicle. Possible. I've, I've I've heard the um the urban legend that went around like when we were at school and um that there, that there was a turd that was so big in the toilet and didn't flush down it was just like bobbing there but it was so big you could barely see the water kind of a deal and and yeah. and and um it had caused such a stir that you know there was like kind of like kids just telling each other and everyone's like running the toilet to have a look and at some point there was a um like one of those little toothpick flags with the with with the Australian flag someone oh. had planted it on it <laughs> that's fucked dude. <laughs> Uh, while we're on the subject, cool. I remember um, <laughs> cool. being on tour cool. and um, uh, uh, in the Gold Coast and I had like a, me and a friend um, had a big night out. This was by ages ago. And um, we came home to where we were staying and um, he'd done a big shit um, and it was <laughs> so big that it wouldn't flush. Disgusting. That he had to get a drumstick to like poke <laughs> it down the dunny. Oh! <laughs> Did he use the drumstick again? Did he use the drumstick on stage? I doubt it. Yeah, just threw it into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he just came back and was just like, "Oh, I had to use a drumstick." To oh no! God yeah. damn! Yeah. Cool. Wow. And so I've been enjoying your food reviews on Instagram, Remy. The food's obviously that. garbage in there. Oh, it's terrible. Mm. You've been doing yoga and shit in the morning, so haven't you? I have been. This is actually one of the most zen states, like zen two weeks of of, um, of recent memory for me. Yeah. I, mm. I've been getting up, like I say, before the sunrise. At first it was a jet lag thing. And then I decided mm. to really capitalize on it. I was like, yeah. oh, I, I don't need to get up or go to sleep at any time. So why not just, just go with the flow? So I was waking up before, before sunrise and um, just tapped onto this like really sick yoga channel on, on, on YouTube. And I've, I've done yoga before in the past um, on and off, but I, I've, I've really um, been sticking to it like this, this two weeks. I've just been loving it. Man. Mate, that's Love awesome. That. Seeing the sun come up is so special. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I've never really been, one to that whole like thing of like sunrise yoga. I, I don't, uh, I understand from an outside perspective, like, oh, I'm, I'm sure that's good, but I, I love sleeping in, you know, yeah, at the mm. best of times, but I'm, I'm really getting it now. Really yes. it. That's awesome. Does that mean you're napping during the day a bit more? Like, are you just really going, no, like, dude? I just, I just go to sleep at body? like 9 30, 10 p.m. Oh, yeah, sick, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in bed really early now. That's great. Hey, now, um, have you had much? I'll, I'll get to what I was going to say, but have you had much like work or business to do? Or has it been mainly pleasure in there? <laughs> mainly <laughs> emails coming yeah. through, the, oh. running through the Gmail, or what? Yeah, I, I mean, I um, <laughs> basically all the auditions starts. <laughs> um, yeah. when, what are your Gmail stats? Give them hit, hit us up. Yeah, the the Gmail stats that you don't want to know. 
Can 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 you see how many? Um, oh, dude, that's like that? 110. Yeah, and 27 iMessages. <laughs> 27 iMessages. You're that guy. I'm that guy from time to time. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Who are they? Is it the one person know. that you're not replying to, and they just sitting at 27? I don't know. That 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 must be from a really long time ago. So I scroll through. Like I've I've answered oh. pretty much all of them. Oh, so they're not so. new messages. No, and it's like if if you leave one hanging, like like yeah. six months ago, then yeah, it's yeah. Bad. You can yeah. mark you can mark all as red. What uh, in your phone? I'm in, pretty sure it, you can mark I all message. as red, right? But what, but what if it's like really important? Well, it can't well, be that important. I can read it then. Scroll, then. have a scroll. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, they're missing a few key features with iMessage. There's markers unread. That's yeah. what I want. So I can, can you, you know, markers read. Markers read. Yeah. Two features. Yeah. I think you can select all and then markers read. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, you got much business coming in? That um, was the question. Yeah, I- so I mean, it's a bit hard to do auditions when you're, um, when you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I, I had look. I had one come through where my agents were like, "Look, really, you should really have a look at this." And and um, I know the people behind it, and I think it's going to be like a really great project. So I'm trying to figure out how to set up this thing where I can uh, uh, kind of like balance my camera on a table and a chair and a bunch of books, and then like <laughs> dial everything in, and then somehow like set up my phone next yeah. to it so I can do a FaceTime. Have you ever? I don't suppose yeah. you've ever done that before. I've done a, I did an audition with Burgess for him. I read for him via oh, FaceTime. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And that worked all right? Yeah, it was fine. Cool. Okay. It was fine. And um, another alternative, which I'm sure you've already thought of, is just to be your own reader. Um, yeah. Which is a bit, yeah. look, it, it's, not, it's obviously not ideal, but um, in a quarantine it could actually situation. Work. It could actually work for this one, though. Mm. Yeah, I, I've never done it before. That, that kind of thing always sort of like freaks me out because it just goes against everything that you're taught of as an actor, which is like hundred. It's about the other person. Yes, so, exactly. <laughs> it does. It like, flies in the face of that. Yeah, <laughs> it flies yeah. in the face of that entirely. Yeah. Um what's that acting tip? It's you need to play off the other person. Exactly. That's that's where oh. that's where all the magic happens. It's it's all about the other person, what you can do to affect them rather than thinking like, oh, how do I Look and yeah. sound cool right now because yeah. invariably you'll you'll fail on all fronts. It's interesting. Do. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what makes it more genuine. Yeah, because it's like you're reacting. Although, yeah. like, how does how does Eddie Murphy do it in those movies where he plays like mm. eight people? True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, also, I mean, like, ostensibly, you can still be putting, even if it's a recording of your own voice, you can still be listening, actively engaging with that voice. But yes, affecting a recording of your voice from your performance, probably not. Yeah. Mm. Recording yeah. will just be as it is. I think I'm gonna go down down that um down that FaceTime route though. That that's cool to know that you've done it with Burgess and it worked. Right. Yeah, man. Nice. For sure. Yeah. Um yeah, if you need a reader, hit me up. Um well that's cool. Mm. Um Yeah, and- other other than that, no 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 business in here, man. Just all all pleasure. I've been like doing sort of Picking up my camera and just like taking photos of things outside the, the windows and putting up post-its on, on the windows to make like pixel art and things like that for all, all the other people. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. You made like a sick mm. Mario, didn't you? Yeah, I did like a little pixelated Mario on the window because everyone was just like, seriously, I was looking out my window at everyone else's rooms and it's, it's like being in a prison. Everyone's just sat in their windowsills just looking glumly out at each other and then people started putting up like day one day two and then brownie faces and um it was just really hectic so i decided mm. to get a friend to drop off some colorful post-it notes and i've been putting up some artwork in my window to it's try so and sick. fight off the uh the doom and gloom of it all is 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 it still there yeah yeah it's still there you should can you flip the camera around quickly yeah, and show talk? yeah i'm keen to see all right so <laughs> this is a. Uh, That's my Mario. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> that is sick. It's so well good. Done. Love the hang on, hold it there. Hold it, hold it there. That'll be a good screenshot. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And then and then I got a little bit adventurous the next day and did a uh, did a Marilyn Monroe. Oh. that. Dude, that's great. So good, man. And that was all with um Yeah, post it 
Did you copy Shout that outs. from like a plan or something? Yeah, I mean, I, I did a whole bunch of um, like research online. There are some 8-bit image generators where you can plug like a, yeah. a picture in and, and, and it spits out a pixelated thing. And it was kind of like trying to find the right one that would work. And I, I was going on Google image search and, and trying to find examples of people who had done it before. But then because my window, like with the Marilyn Monroe, I found a really great example of that that I kind of used as reference. I had to modify it because my window size didn't, wasn't, wasn't big enough. Mm, and so I had to right. do like a little bit of math and like there's a little bit of artistic yeah, license, yeah. but yeah, generally like I'm, I, I haven't just, that has not come naked out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people could do that, you know. Yeah, I know. Everyone has different brains. It's crazy. Um, it's a nice little like, it's sort of nice to do something positive to like project outside of the room, but also yeah. a good good project to keep your brain, Dude, brain busy. I, exactly. Just keep your brain busy because that's that's mm. the real trap in here where you're locked inside and I think the other big thing is having no real air. It's just yes. recirculated air conditioning as well. Dude, that yeah. bit, that's the biggest. No window. The food, the air, they're the two biggest challenges. The food, the air, yeah. and like I say, that, that your own sort of mental state and, and how you yeah. cope. But yeah. As far as the last one's concerned, like I said, I've been, I've been really on top of it. I've been very happy with myself. Good for yeah. you. Mm. And what's the plan when you get out? Oh, well, um, I'm, yeah, I'm looking to move to move to Melbourne for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, so, baby. Yeah, um, baby. <laughs> yeah, welcome to town, mate. Yeah, yeah baby. Catching up with you guys in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brand new, baby. I make you horny, baby. <laughs> Do I? I make you randy. <laughs> That's sick, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I've been practicing that for years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sorry, mate. You were saying yeah. you're going to move to Melbourne. Yeah, just for just for just for a couple of months. Bit of a bit of a sea change. Um, mm. Yeah, so I'll be packing up here because I don't really have a permanent abode. Um, mm. So I've been living out of a suitcase for a little while now. You have, haven't you? Yeah. You've been yeah. an international man of mystery for quite some yeah. time now, Remy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was an accidental Austin time... Powers pun, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's mad. And I think it's also the name of the episode. Oh, it's got to be. International man of mystery. The last yeah. time we saw each other, Jamie, I think we yeah. were like sharing a bed in LA. We were. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I really appreciated that. That was off the back of you. I think you just been to Seattle. Yes, just just did the vice vice thing in Seattle, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then we stopped over in LA on the way back for a couple of nights. Saw yeah. my boy nice. Remy. Yeah. Um, last time we saw each other was in LA too, Remy. Yeah. You yep. took us to that bar where you're going through that weird door. Remember that? Yeah. Um. Um. The 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 speakeasy bar. No vacancy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um. You had to go up an elevator, and then there's this. Like an, you're in like a scene. There's an actor there, and they let you in through a weird door thing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And then you're in the bar, in like a super cool. old Victorian house where uh, Charlie Chaplin used to live. There you go. My God, yeah. it's fucking great. Yeah, that's fun time. Um, mm. Yeah, it's been a, it's been what, like, pretty much seven years of you now, more or less living it. You've had moments where you've r- rested down, but. A lot of it's been traveling and moving. I mean, yeah, um, like, yeah, and I guess you're quite accustomed to that, to that um, lifestyle now in a big way. I think so. I mean, I I moved around a lot as a kid, so it kind of felt very easy and 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 normal. And I think, you know, being inclined towards an artist's life. Um, that whole bohemian thing kind of rings true where, you know, yeah. we're kind of like just in, in our element when we're yeah. know, bouncing around and jumping around and gathering new experiences everywhere. Yes, but yes. New places, new yeah, people. Yeah, I love it. New things. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, mm, yeah. But definitely, because it has been, like you said, it's been about seven years now, maybe, maybe eight Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe eight years now living out of a suitcase and not having a permanent place to call home. And I've really felt it in the last sort of year or two that I want to get roots somewhere. Yes. And have a place where I can walk in and see my self-reflected yeah. 
I don't know, in, in what's around me. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. I, um, I want to nest. Where would it be, Sydney? I don't know. I think, I think Sydney. I think Sydney. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. I love Sydney, man. God bless oh, it. I was talking about it this morning. Really great city. I, I love it. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Good, and when, good joint. when people say to me, um, oh, you know, because they knew I lived there, they say, oh, which one do you prefer, Sydney or Melbourne? And for years I've said, oh, I like them. I, like, I really like them mm. both. I like Sydney better. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, we got the scoop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, I, love, hey, I love Melbourne. Yeah. But I, Sydney's just top of the Cash pops. and I were talking about Sydney this morning and how great it is. We are? Yeah. I think it's because the weather turned miserable today. Yeah. In Melbourne. It's, mate, it's not but, much better here right now. No. But yeah. I know Melbourne does have that reputation though. Yeah. Yeah. So for a bit of context for people listening, um, Remy, I met Remy through when I met you, Jamie, mm. and Remy was in your, like, this is my experience from, I mean, you guys have a bit, a bit more history. Yeah, fill in yes. the context. But, um, so Re- this was like, people would have heard us talking about the early days when we started these New South Wales and how you, you and Will were living at the office. Yes. <laughs> and um, Remy was very much a presence in those days. Every time I'd go to the office, Remy would be there. You were living nearby, Remy. I don't think you lived in the office anymore. I, I, I lived in the then. office for, for, for the first for a year. Bit. Okay. And then, well, and then moved, moved uh, down the road. Right. So you were around, you lived there also. These yeah. were the early yeah. days. You also lived with Luke um, yes. for a couple of years. Yeah. Luke um, And um, yeah, there was just Great those very early. Yes. Great yeah. housemate, was he? Yeah, yeah, he's one of the best. <laughs> yeah, Luke's a good housemate. I've watched his movies a little all... too loud, though. <laughs> oh, is that right? In bed at night. <laughs> yeah, I used to have to oh, text him and go, hey, mate, can you just turn the, the movie down a bit? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> true. Hey, we've all lived um, with Luke at some point. Yeah, true. In different households. Well, that's yes. a common thing. That's nice. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, actually, you know, Luke is a great housemate. He is. Yeah, he's a very really conscientious good. guy. Really good he presence. Is. Great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yes, that was a, there was a good fight before you started being an international man of mystery. You were very much we um, part of the. You're a Sydney man of mystery before. You're a Sydney man of mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a Rosemary kind of Alexandria man yeah, of mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So and so and to fill in a gaps before that, Remy and I met on the set of H2O Just Add Water. We did. Shout outs. Yeah. In season three, when we were playing in the fictional band. Yeah. Of of H two O at the Juice Net Cafe together, <laughs> and me me Angus and Remy hit it off and formed a band called Rapids. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, wow, that, that Will like then joined. That the, Will joined. Well, Will was fortuitous, like stars aligning moment. I think ever. It truly was because because as H two O and I think I'm getting this right, but as H two O season three was wrapping up, you got accepted into NIDA. Yeah, into acting school in Sydney. Yes, and, then you, yeah. and and we were already going back to Sydney and we lived, like we got a place all together and we were yeah. right near NIDA and we set up a band room in our lounge room. Beautiful. And lived uh, like the best, most fun. It life. was an incredible, it was an incredible period of time, wasn't it? It was. And, mm. and, and if I remember correctly as well, it was around the time that like, it wasn't that long after fucking YouTube became a thing and stuff. Mm. Right? Yeah, that, that was like 2008, 2009. Mm. That's 2009 around YouTube time, isn't it? Down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what, 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 are we, what are we classing as like YouTube becoming yeah, a big time? What, yeah. <laughs> in what way? Oh, I, I, I think maybe you could start to look at videos in like 480p around that time. On YouTube? Yeah. Do you mean well, like when did YouTube come into as a reference of how long ago it was or as I'm, a reference of what you guys were doing? Well, as a reference of both. Of a reference yeah. as what, as, of what we were doing. But um, to my mind, it was like the start of like typing something into a YouTube search bar and yeah. just fucking yeah, finding it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the beginning of going down like YouTube holes and like people yeah. just, yeah. yeah and that was using where, YouTube. Like, YouTube rather everything. than watching TV or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everything's on there. Like, you just be like, yeah, it's def- it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. 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 And like plugging your laptop into a television. Yeah. It hadn't been a thing for that long, oh, surely, yeah. had it? Nah. D- it nah. was DVDs. Nah. Yeah. So like HDMI. 
chuck YouTube on. T- TVs were like effectively sectioned off from the internet world. There was, mm. t- yeah. Yeah. And then there was a singularity. And it mm. was pre-Instagram when we moved in together. Yeah. 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 No Instagram. Um, no. I think so, MySpace was still <laughs> Yeah, <around>. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Facebook was well, the big one at the time. Honestly. That was in its heyday. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, that's just a, a little bit of context. Um, but then, yeah, when you, 2014 is when you became the international man of mystery. <laughs> when you did mark that uh, show, Marco yeah, Polo, I, I, I yeah, got, I got a job on on Netflix on one of their so right. really big original programs. So they had like House of Cards and Orange Is the New Black, and yes. um, then they commissioned this show, Marco Polo, which was about the Mongolian Empire, and obviously Marco Polo travelled to the Mongolian Empire, um, and so it was this big, huge budget, like massive, insane budget. It was and insane. We filmed that for like <laughs> two, three years all around the mm. world, like all around the world. Deserts <laughs> of right. Kazakhstan. Give me, give me an example of all around the world. Yeah, what, so, what were you doing? Um, I, I, it all happened really quickly too. Like I auditioned once I auditioned, and then, and then they, they flew from, from America off a self tape and saw me in the room, which was crazy. Mm. And these are all the guys like, I mean, season three or four of Game of Thrones had just come out, I think. And these were all mm. like the directors and producers of Game of Thrones as well. And I was oh. a massive fan. So I was like bricking myself, but um, mm. did I, a good enough job. And, and I got the part and very soon, like within a month, I was being flown out to Malaysia to start lessons in how to ride a horse, how to swing a sword, how to throw a spear, how to fire a bow and arrow, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Like yes, it was dude. mental. Um, and then we had like this big company move. There were hundreds of us. And we flew out to Kazakhstan and we were like just given <laughs> all these crazy like documents about how to navigate the, the Kazakh um, immigration system because it's pretty, pretty sketch. And, and we were given like little envelopes of bribe money in case anything went wrong. Oh my um, God. Yeah. We were, and just like, petty cash basically to, to, to flash and, and just give it to whichever officer in case they decided to pick on you. And yeah. that did happen with me. I think, I think $80 got me a stamp, even though I was well entitled to one. Oh my God. Um, and I was really pissed off because everyone else got to keep their $80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they got to keep it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So we were, we were in Kazakhstan in, in the desert, like five, six hours drive out to the middle of nowhere. Um, there was no wow. internet access, no phones. It was just really, really basic. But that was amazing. That's where we started. And they also filmed in in Venice, in in Italy, for the flashback stuff. And we filmed in Malaysia, in um, in Budapest, in in Hungary, and all all around Hungary, and then Slovakia, up oh. in the mountains in North Slovakia. We filmed there. Um, it was it was yeah, everywhere, what, man, everywhere. What 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 stands out to you as the most memorable of those locations? hard to say hard to say like there was so there were so many like crazy things that happened in every single country but like one really cool thing like Kazakhstan will st- stick with me forever because that is such an incredibly bizarre place to go and travel to yeah. nothing like nothing like Borat and I think we all know that that is just a <laughs> you know it's a it's a yes. fictional and parody of, of something that is no representation of that country at all yes. but it was like nothing else I've ever experienced and um it just so happened through complete luck of the draw. And this is like one of those, again, really strange aligning of the stars moments that mm. I was playing a half brother character with an actor who I went to drama school with. He was uh, a year or two below me, um, but he was also from Brisbane. I was from Brisbane and I sat in on his audition. Um, this is, this is Uli Latu Kefu um, okay. for those, for those at home. Yeah, fantastic guy, an amazing actor. So he also got cast in the project after a worldwide search of looking for hundreds of actors. Both of us get get on the show, and so Uli's a really big dude. He's a really big um, Pacific Islander dude, and has a he bears a striking resemblance at times, I suppose, to a young Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yeah, and, Shut like people often <laughs> make that joke. But we were at this like tiny little convenience store in the middle of nowhere in Kazakhstan. And we had a mm. translator, Uli and I, with us to help us um, navigate the place and just get some basic goods to take back to uh, where we were staying. And the guy was like, just had this 
big grin on his face, ear to ear, was shaking, couldn't help himself. And as we were leaving, he was saying to our translator that he wanted to get a photo with us. And we're like, well, what the hell for? Like, we're filming out here, but he doesn't know that. And we're yeah. not famous. This is really strange. But we took it anyway, because why the hell not? And then the guy just like was looking at his phone, looking all in, just pointing, saying, The Rock, The Rock. And I was <laughs> oh. like, oh, okay, he thinks I'm The Rock. Cool, <laughs> oh, you know, God. gives him a big thumbs up. Um, fast forward years later, um, Uli is now playing Dwayne The Rock Johnson on the TV show The Young Rock. Get out of oh, here. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Yeah. Directed, directed by, by the man who doesn't mind making noises when he shits in a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> incredible. Uh, How crazy is that? That's wild. Such a small world, right? Yeah. He was he scouted in Budapest years earlier. In Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan, <laughs> Kazakhstan <sorry>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And yeah, directed by Jeffrey Walker, who directed us in H2O when I in met H2O. you. In H2O. Oh, crazy, my God. Crazy, yeah. Isn't it? Wow. That is crazy. The webs. The webs. That's insane. Remy, I remember coming to the... Um, I felt so lucky and privileged to be invited by you to go to the premiere of... Um, bloody hell. Marco Polo. In New York City. In New York? Oh, I remember when you guys did that. Dude, yeah. What, what were you doing in New York again? I was recording the Mossy EP. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're living down uh, and recording the Lower East Side. Yeah. And um, and the the screening was, was somewhere on the Upper West Side, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And um, it was just so awesome. We sat behind motherfucking- Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. We sat right behind him. Do you know that, Todd? Big W, yeah, right, right, right <laughs> no behind idea. him, right? Like, like he, yes. you could just reach out and polish his bald head if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you could if you wanted to, definitely. <laughs> we sat right behind yeah. him for the premiere. Yeah. Because um, he was, what, well, he was the executive producer of that show. He was, yes. Yeah. He was, he was, he was one of our producers, yeah. Did, did you have much to do with him? <sighs> no, I, he, look, he definitely came to set. Um, but I r- realized really early on that as um, a male actor, he just didn't want didn't anything. Didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. Let let, yeah. let that let that say mm, what it what it so, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no, I, I I didn't I didn't have anything to do with him. But yeah. but the vibes were, were all there. It was it was very strange. I I had no idea. I had no idea at the mm. time. Um, this is obviously pre Me mm. Too, pre everything yes. coming out there. Yeah, and of course, all that I had heard was you know the year before he was thanked at the Oscars more times than God, mm. like he owned Hollywood. So I was really yeah. really excited to um, yeah. get a chance chance to meet him. And um, mm, yeah. when my chance came, he literally just like barged right past me and um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> headed God. headed straight for the uh, <sighs> headed straight for the girl. So like, oh, he, right. I reckon he do he wouldn't mind making some noise in the cubicle. That's for sure. <laughs> No, he wouldn't. Like that, no. Yeah, big fat ass. That was a fun night at the premiere. In Tell New me York. about that the was... night. What did you guys do after? Who did you rub shoulders with? Was there an after party? Oh, who Were did we rub? Boys? Yeah, Were you naughty so boys? The, the after party was in Central Park at yeah. that beautiful venue. Yes. Um, it was a really gorgeous setting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually. What What was it like? It was like a... Um, the word gazebo is in my head. It's not a gazebo yeah. though. It's yeah, like a, but it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a really ritzy as hell. Yeah, but also quite, it fits in with Central Park. It's this lovely design sort of cabin kind know. of yeah, feeling yeah. thing, a, isn't a, it? A big open cottage cabin thing, but yeah. Um, and and I, I didn't know what to do. Like it was one of my first mm. big event yeah. things. And, you know, I, I, I had like all the social anxiety, nervous, nervous butterflies, which is so good to have like a mate there. Yeah, um, I bet. And Mate from home. I remember yeah. we were like looking up at the DJ. Do you remember who the DJ was? Yes, yeah. Questlove. Yeah. Questlove was DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. And then we Love went that. back to one of your castmates' apartments, I think. Yeah, back to the um back to the, the hotel. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So cool. Had, and had chilled up there. there. Yeah, which was mad. Oh. So wow. sick. Yeah. And then um and then, yeah, and ever since we've just seen you at different different intervals yeah. when you haven't been doing stuff. I, I saw Spider Man, Remy. I saw your Spider Man movie. I saw that. Oh, yeah. um, 
I watched it on the plane actually. It's a great plane film. It was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I, it was so cool. I watched that um at my uncle's house with my little cousin who's <laughs> 12. Um I'm just like I know that guy. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so fuck, cool. I've done. <laughs> yeah. He's no, like, know. wow. No, he was fucking really? stoked. Really? Yeah. It's a big That's movie. Cool. <laughs> it's a motherfucking big movie. That's a fucking big movie. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. We, what, what was the experience also, of that like? Oh, sorry, Todd. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, um, this will be interesting to the listeners. When we played our first proper show in London, um, Remy, you came to that because you did. were in town filming. I, I, yeah, yeah. And I had, um, I think I had like suitcases with me or something. Um, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. get inside. So I just met you outside. That's oh, right. Yeah. I remember dude. seeing you that night. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I, I think Remy's coming down. He's just been filming all over the world and just happens to be in London. I think I remember apologizing profusely. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was just, I was just stoked to see you guys and add another mm. random. City. Yeah. Oh, so to, the, to the checklist. Yeah, fully. Do you remember um, the gig? Yes, it yeah, was. It, it was the awesome. one. It was so in Soho, right? That one. Yeah, borderline downstairs. Borderline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was mad with DZ. Mm. It was so good. Sold out, which was nice. What Sold was out. the what, what was the experience like? Um, of Spider Man, Remy. Oh, it was awesome. It was a dream, dream gig. You know, to get obviously yeah. such a such a huge franchise, and I and I. Definitely, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I'm not necessarily like a a diehard superhero movie fan. Like, like I yeah. watch, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen, say, all of them. You know, and, mm. and I, I'm, I haven't tapped into One Division at the moment. Like, I know everyone's going crazy about One Division. I've heard really oh, okay. great things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was an incredible experience to do. Very strange process wise for an actor though to get onto a project like that because there's so much secrecy surrounding everything mm. in the Marvel universe. And um, I get it. You know, when each film regularly makes a billion dollars, their sort of currency lies in their ability to keep audiences guessing. And um, uh, so so when I auditioned, it was with, you know, I didn't basically, I didn't know what I was auditioning for. They were fake sides. Like, so the script that I was given was for a fake character with, um, words that had nothing to do with the movie we were going to do. Oh, wow. wow. And I sent that tape off and um, almost didn't do it because I, I just I mm. was going to get it in late and I just didn't think it was worth it. But within a week of sending that tape off, I was on a plane to London and, and I had to basically say yes, that I was going to do it. They said, look, the movie Spider-Man, we can't tell you who you're playing or what you're going to be doing. Oh, but we can tell you it's going to be filming again, like around the world in all these different countries. For six months, yeah, you need to say yes, and then and then come out here, and we can tell you. Yeah. So I'm like, what They're are you like, gonna do? Say no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Trust me, just say yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have been doing anything, man. I could have been, you know, like a janitor yeah. at the school or something. Um, yeah. So I went out there, and then um, it was just awesome. Everyone, everyone on that production was was so cool, and we're all really, really good mates still. We had right. the best time filming across across Europe. Like if you've seen the the movie, you know, like Peter Parker goes on the school trip to uh, yeah. to to Europe, and it was like that because we were shooting in all these different locations, and it was like the whole um, gang was like a traveling circus, mm. and and we yeah. got to kind of live, wow. live that out. But we didn't get us. I didn't get a script, you know, for the entire time that we were shooting. You just get your lines the night before you shot them. Is that right? And yeah. Yeah, and and if they weren't your lines, they were often redacted. Just have black mm. bars over, over the lines to try and withhold all this sensitive information about the plot, and you just had to Jesus. trust in yeah. in um, the director who is awesome. John Watts is such an incredible guy, and he knows obviously intimately what's happening. And so you just rock up and say like, "What are we doing today?" And he'd, he'd fill yeah. you in about what you wanted, what he wanted to get out of you, and because they have that ability, they've got so much budget, they could film it in all these different ways. Like say this line, like your character is angry. Say it like he's suspicious. Say it like he's the, the best friend, you know, say it like he's, and I didn't know what performance I was going to watch until I actually saw it sitting down at the, uh, at, at, wow. At what an interesting experience. All these different options to cut from. So. Yeah. And yeah. so like, so I like I understand what you mean now when you say it was quite a different experience as an actor. Was there were there any kind of do you remember what your sort of approach was to to that role in terms of like prep or 
Because again, that's flying in the face of what, like you said before, flying in the face of everything you learn at acting school. <laughs> I know, which is, you know, get your script and you study it and you do all of this character work and you know why you're saying these certain things. And, you know, when I got onto this job, it was like, throw that all away. Just be in the moment, yeah. which was really mm. cool because that, that's another thing. And that's something they can't really teach at acting school, I don't think, mm. is, is, is how to be. Present. In the moment, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's just something that you have to sort of figure out on your own. Yeah, and I guess like you you could, uh, in that situation, I mean, you always end up having to do this anyway. But boiling it down to what am I trying, what am I trying to affect by saying this, or how am I trying exactly. to make this person feel? And I mm. think the reason why those movies do so well, and I think that there's a great element of comedy and humor in all of the Marvel Universe films. Um, but they have the time to explore that and get little improvised moments that aren't in the script. And, you know, right. if, if, if you know what the Australian industry is like, we get three takes and that's it, we're moving on. Mm. You know, four if you're lucky. But we were routinely going over to take 20, take 30. just and, and there'd be a writer on set, you know, like giving us different alternative versions of lines, try this, try that. And you could jump in at any moment, you know, and say like, I want to try this. And that was really embraced, which is cool. And I think wow. that they get uh, these, you know, really unique moments and beats and, 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 and the comedy is really there because they have that sort of freedom to explore. That's cool. Has your, how's how's your, um, how's your approach to acting in your, and preparation for a job. Um, <laughs> mo- how's that morphed over the years from acting school? Because at acting school, it's I, it's quite rigid, rigid and drilled into. Yes, yeah, so rigid. Have you held on to so much of it? Have you campy. kept the bits that you the, the bits that work for you and yeah, dropped a few I others? Or what? I think that's what you do, right? And I think mm. that's like the nature of any kind of artistry is that you're constantly trying to accept new things into the fold and, and really like, you know, searching for new tools that can aid you in, in, you know, finishing that and getting that final product. And sometimes they, they work for you and sometimes they don't. And, you know, I mean, if you're getting into like kind of acting theory, like a big thing that everyone thinks about and knows is this whole idea of quote unquote method acting. You know, mm. this idea that you live and breathe and become the character and all that kind of stuff, mm. which really is, you know, like if going into the history of it all, if you're looking at how Stanislavski got co-opted by the group theatre in New York and then Lee Strasberg took it on and, and, and what we know as modern sort of uh, method acting today really came from this idea of sense memory from Lee Strasberg, this, this, this idea that, that you can really latch on to an, an, an emotion or a feeling um, that you've experienced in your life and, and, you know, apply it into a scene. But like, to be honest, like I've used that once and it was in mm. a pinch where I, where I really needed to get an emotional reaction out of something. And I've, and yes. I've only ever had to use that once. Cause honestly, like it's, I don't think that acting needs to be that serious, but yeah. And, and, and what I found through a lot of my training was that it was beat. I could see it beating the joy out of a lot mm. of people mm. around me. And yeah. and that's really sad, and and I, and I think that the best acting comes from when people feel free and feel you know alive yes. and have that kind of joy in what they're doing, as opposed to this fear that you're going to get it wrong yes. and then kicked out of the school or whatever. Well, fear, fear, fear clams you up, and it blocks you off from exactly. inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you when you've got a a problem of any sort, be it a creative hurdle that you're trying to jump or something you know else in your life. You notice that when you get fearful and tight, it becomes more difficult to solve the problem. Yeah. And you yeah. need to be clear in order for inspiration to drop in. Yeah. And it's the same in that situation, right? It's like it's pressure just spooks you. Yeah. Yeah. But, and- I, but I think what you said is so on point about you've used it to get you out of a pinch. I think I've heard it said that tools like that, acting tools, sense memory and other acting tools, are there to get you out of a pinch. They're, they're there to exactly. pick up if you need them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they shouldn't be the, the, the be-all and end-all. Mm. Like, Todd, did you, did you study music? No, no. I studied, I did some, you know, guitar lessons and things. But, yeah, I've never sort of, I haven't studied any sort of artistic practice deeply. No. But um, On the job. It, yeah. On the job, land on, on the, the job. job. Yeah. Um, it's interesting hearing you guys talk about acting school, though. I mean, do you feel like 
it's just, I mean, for me, it's, I would assume that everyone's different and everyone's a different type of actor, you know? So, so going <laughs> yeah. to school and learning these blanket rules that are kind yeah. of forced upon everyone doesn't work for a lot of people. Totally. Talk about trying right. to fit, you know, squares into circular yeah. holes and that kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone will be better at those serious, like intense roles. Another person will be better at sort of lighthearted roles and everyone's kind of different in the way they are as people. Yeah. And I, I, it reminds me of, you know, something that they would say to people, you audition really, really hard to get into acting school, right? And um, they'd say to like students who might have done a crying scene in a monologue to get into acting school and they'd say, well, we've seen you cry. So we're never going to let you do an emotional scene like that for three years while you're at drama school because we're going to force you to do something else. And it's like, why <laughs> that is such mm. a blanket rule that closes off so many options I know. And, yeah um yeah and and it, and it almost is a way of punishing someone for, for, for being good at something and I, mm. I get the i get the counterpoint that it is trying to stretch you and trying to push mm. you out of comfort zones and i get all of that but mm. by virtue of it that like being being at a conservatory for, for anything that is so specialized like that is not a comfortable or a natural state for anyone. So you're constantly yes. out of your comfort zone. You yeah. are. Yeah, you're already by nature of just rocking up on a Monday yeah. morning out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the, the first ever professional job I did with Gary Sweet, Frank's dad. Here we go for, a, yeah. Yeah. for, a, for another week connection. But um, I was in acting school at the time and it was a short film and I rocked up uh, for a coffee with Gary and the director one day just to talk through the script. And I like plopped my script on the, on the, uh, <laughs> on the table at the cafe and it was like covered in notes, just notes everywhere. <laughs> just, act, just like it's all, it was all beat up and highlighted yeah. and all these fucking notes on the pages and stuff. Yeah. And Gary Sweet just went, um, he goes, fuck me. He's like, um, my script's never going to look like that. To the director, <laughs> and his was just blank, like just being printed. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't read it. So good. He yeah, read prob- the probably hadn't read it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Were you nervous as hell going to that coffee? Uh yeah, a little bit. I was excited. Yeah. Gary's yeah. Gary's a, a big a big kind of uh, got a big presence. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he was a hero of mine growing up. Yeah. Love yeah. police rescue. Yeah. Yeah, he's Stingers. awesome. But um, yeah, and then um, oh, you go. Oh, what were you gonna say, Todd? No, I was gonna change the subject. You go. Yeah, I'm gonna change it slightly. Yeah. I'm just dying mm. to ask about this fucking. You're on the new Old Spice ad for Christ's <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm your yeah. new Old Spice guy. You're the <laughs> new Old back. Spice. Get out of here. That was yeah. That's big. That's huge. There, there are three of us. There's there's um and there are two other great actors, Keenan Lonsdale and Elijah Williams. And um, we got selected, uh, I guess, sometime last year to uh, to push the, the new the new year of um, Old Spice commercials, oh. and uh, they're they're crazy. I mean, that first you know, one we I mean, remember when that went viral, Remy? I think we were yeah, living together at that we were. time. Talk, I'm on a horse. Talk about mm. the golden age of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. As I yeah. Mustafa, the, the the guy on the horse. Um, yeah, who, who does big. who does the voiceover for for my commercial? Oh wow, that I'm in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's whack. It's, whack. <laughs> it's such a great commercial. Though. It's really, it is really bizarre. It's uh, which which I which I love. Um, yeah. I think I, it's um. Is I think, it out? Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Let's it's watch out. it. It actually um. So we we filmed it. I think like October around October last year, and mm. um. It just came out during the um, the NBR All Stars game last week. I had a bunch of friends in America just like message me in the middle of the night, being like, "Dude, what the hell?" Just saw you on <laughs> the NBA. Saw, yeah, saw you on a commercial <laughs> during the uh, the All Stars game. I I had no idea that it was coming out. They they um they must have forgotten to let me know, or it's or it's lost somewhere in my five thousand eight hundred. Wow, Todd, share that screen, baby. All right, let's watch it. Are we doing it? We're watching yeah. it. Um. All right. Share screen. Just type in Old Spice Trailblazer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Found- Old Spice Trailblazer. Yeah. yeah. Just getting me screen up. Yeah, that was that's huge, man. So fun. Okay, wait. 
Just got to get the screen up. And make sure you click share sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got this. Okay. I think it's that one. Share sound. All right. Um, can you see this? YouTube. What's it, what do I type in, Remy? Trailblazer, Old Spice. Yeah. There, there are a couple of different versions, I think, but this is... Okay, type in Remy here after it. No, no, th- th- this will come up. I think this will come up. Yeah. That's all <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> that one. Oh, there he is. All right. Um, let's get the Bye, audio man. going. All right. I'll just leave it up full. Tell me if it's too loud. Ready, boys? Yeah, go. Do you need help finding an apartment? With Old Spice Clinical, you can say goodbye, musty sweat. Goodbye, more sweat. And goodbye, parents' basement. <laughs> yes, Remy. Fireman. <laughs> oh. Remy's a fireman right now. We're watching him in a yeah. cherry picker. Fireman's cherry picker. He's a hot, hot as fireman. <laughs> Dude, that's sick. That's amazing. Well done. Icon. What? You are an icon. How many days work is something like that? Uh... So that was if your just man used one, one day of filming. <laughs> <laughs> we can go through the playlist. Um, there was one day of filming, but there was a lot of pre-production. Yeah. So in the, in the ad, like I'm, I'm just like a loser who lives in my parents' basement and then he smells the Old Spice and his loser exterior visibly cracks off. Like his, his skin just like shatters off and then reveals this dashing fireman underneath that he always wanted to be before he used Old Spice. Um, and so we had to do like these full body life casts, you know, where, where you get completely plastered down in silicon and then plaster and you've got like two little straws in your nose to breathe out of. Uh-huh. Um, and that took several days, like getting all of the different body parts molded and doing all the makeup tests and everything, which is pretty, pretty cool, pretty fascinating. Incredible. Wow. What city did you shoot that in? That was in Sydney, actually. That was in yeah, Sydney. Okay, that was in nice. the convention center. So height of the pandemic. And um, just as everything was starting to to flare up in Australia again, like work flare up, not not virus flare up. But um, so, yeah, mm. productions were starting to shoot. Um, but the convention center had been empty for the entire year. So I guess we mm. they, they um, decided to lease it out as a film studio. So we just filmed it in there. Yeah. Mm. Mad. Awesome. Darling Harbour. Is, yeah. is that where it is? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, nice. So we 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 should we should wrap up soon. But I, I just I want to um ask you were just in Scotland recently. Yeah. And did yeah. did you go to my hometown of Aberdeen? May I, I? I didn't. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it was under lockdown. You weren't allowed to go. You weren't oh, of allowed to travel. You they were asking everyone to stay put. Um. So I was in a little town called uh, South Queensbury, population about seven thousand. Okay. About mm. half an hour um, just outside of Edinburgh. Um, okay. Which is such an amazing city. And I was there for Christmas, but unfortunately, you know, if anyone's been to Edinburgh during Christmas, it is ma- it's a magical city at the best of times. It is. Right? Mm. But in Christmas, it just turns up. The, the Christmas markets are incredible. The smell of mulled mm. wine in the air and all the pubs, like the, the literal living beating heart of Scotland is the pubs. Yeah, and yeah. everywhere was closed. So, um, oh man, yeah, we we were in South Queensbury though, and um, just on on the the river there. And what's cool is I could look outside my window and see over the river into what is known as the Kingdom of Fife. Uh, and there's a little town out there where um where my grandmother was born, um, oh, in oh. in Loch Gelly, um, wow, which is a very very tiny town now. Used to be a big hub for a, well, it was a coal mining town. It's why it existed, mm. and my great grandfather was a Scottish coal miner. So that was cool. Little little connection, little bit uh, of yeah. family yeah. Fa- family connection there. Yeah. Connections everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. How beautiful, man. Didn't didn't get to Aberdeen. Not this time. Okay. All right, What's it cool. like? It is. They call it the the granite city or the grey city. It's fucking grey. <laughs> mm. uh, a lot of Scotland is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's it's particularly grey. It is. Grey um, sidewalks, grey buildings, grey sky. It's um, it's on the it's on the sea, um, and it's a big oil joint, um, and so there's like a you know there's a bunch of pubs down by the the ocean, and they're just all like real working class oilmen oilmen pubs. Yeah, um, it's actually my dad 
who was from Edinburgh, met my mum in Aberdeen because he was working on the oil rigs. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And um, look, it's nice. It's, I, I'm not sure about the population, but it's not huge. It's more, yeah. it's more of an yeah. Adelaide-sized right. size city, I think. Because even Edinburgh is not smaller. that big. Yeah, the population's not big. Maybe yeah. 200,000 or something like that. Yeah, if, if that, I know, if it's that. crazy. It feels bigger. What yeah. Aberdeen does? No, Edinburgh, 200,000. Uh, is that right? I think so. Yeah. M- maybe, maybe not even. I'm not sure. Wow. Aberdeen yeah. population is 207,000. Wow. Wow. That's- that is like a fucking eighth of Adelaide. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're such famous cities that you think they they have a bigger population. But that's like a lot of the UK. There's so many cities close to each other that it's sort of spread out a bit more. Yeah. Um, um, and what were you shooting there, Remy? What, 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 oh, I can't what, say, unfortunately. I'm still under NDA on it. Yeah. They, haven't, mm. they haven't announced any, any casting. But it was a film. It was a really, it's a really fun film. Great. Season yeah. six of Line of Duty, Jamie. Oh, I love Line of Duty. Don't get me <laughs> Can't started. Can't wait for that to come out. Have you watched Line of Duty, Remy? <laughs> no, what's Line of Duty? It's so good. It's a, it's a show that my mum recommended to me and then I passed on to the yeah. boys and it's just been the the a highlight television series. Mm. It's a British cop drama, which sounds a bit eye-rolly. Right. Yeah. But it's off the fucking charts. It's it's about it's good. cops it's that investigate good. cops. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. anti-corruption cops. Yeah, yeah. an anti-corruption cop unit. It's fucking. It's it's all time. There's Very five seasons, but the the latest one didn't come out until. Well, I mean, came out in 2019. So we, we're waiting. But yes, very topical at the moment. Yeah. Um. Anyway, great show. Well, Remy, um, what a great punk. I I got one more thing to say. Okay. When we were in Amsterdam. Uh, we did a tour there, Remy, and yeah. um, you know the tour when we saw you in London. Yeah. And Ben Ben was drumming, Jamie's brother, Rangi, for those that are listening. And um, he, um, we were walking around and I swear we saw something that was, it was either a movie poster because I, I think it might have just been the right time or something, but we saw a Crazy Rich Asians oh, yeah. poster or something. Um, that Was that around the time it was out in cinemas? Could have been. Um, yeah, 2018, halfway through yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, we were just like, wow, look, there's Remy <laughs> like on this movie poster in Amsterdam and <laughs> or just like there's a film Remy's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and we're just talking about how cool that is and how like proud we, like how nice and proud we were to have like a group of friends where like so many are doing so great, you know, all coming from like, that that house in Rosebury, you know, and that, then a few years later, Rosebury. you're walking around, you're walking around Amsterdam, and there's one of them, and you know, it's so cool. It's wild, anyway, isn't it? That great. was a special I've, memory. I've, I've I've always felt that way about all of our friends. Mm. That, mm. That, that, yeah, uh, that everyone's just like hell bent on creating things, and yeah, and, <laughs> that's know, right. Just 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 giving just giving to the world, like like cool things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's mad. Yeah. Um, this is like probably really corny, but to finish, I know that one of our, I think it was a Patreon that wrote in saying that they just started at acting school, they'd just been accepted into acting school. All right. Um, and so amazing. Congrats. So, Remy, do you, w- would you, and as I said, probably corny, but what if you could offer any advice to someone who ah. is interested in acting or has just been, you know, gotten into acting school or just graduated even, what would, have you got anything to say on that? Oh, I, th- I, th- I think they're kind of very, very different things. Hey, like if you're interested in acting, um, get involved in, in everything to do, right? Mm. Like go see plays, especially, even if you're not like, if you, even if you don't want to become a stage actor, I, th- I think that plays are a really great place to start and, um, and talk to the actors when they come, you know, off stage because they're more than happy to chat to people who, who, who are interested. Um, I think if you're acting school, at, if you are at acting school, I think it's just like, just get through it. Just survive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, I've, look, I've got a very particular view on acting school um, and, 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 and what it is, but um, I think it's really key, isn't it, to just like kind of retain, like we were talking about before, that uniqueness about what makes you you because it is, it is a big machine that, that tries to stamp out the rough edges, and I think those rough edges are actually mm. what makes you 
interesting. Mm, yeah. Shout yeah. Beautiful. Great. Love yeah, that, great Remy. thoughts. Yeah. 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 Nice. Gorgeous. Absolutely oh. gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous, man. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks so much for coming on, Remy. You're the best. Thanks, Remy. Hey, what a great thanks, post. Guys. Late awesome. notice as well. That's that's true. Yeah. Remy. We literally some... called Remy two minutes before he came on. So <laughs> thank you. Still in my shower robe, dude. I think my hair's yeah. just dry. So. That's some yeah. that's some classic Remy spontaneity right there. Yeah. I um, love it. See, yeah. see you guys on Twitch. See you on Twitch next, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming mm. last week, man. It was great having you there. That was awesome fun. It was sick. Love, loving the marbles. Yeah, sick. All right. Well, <laughs> there's plenty more where that came from. Bye-bye. Right. Oh, also, 200 page- Patreons just ticked over, Yee! Jamie. So oh, congratulations yes. to everyone in the Patreon. Yes. Thank you. Hey, Means thank you. Um, Special shout-out to Corey Schneider. Corey was Schneider actually. was the 200. <laughs> yeah. Friend of us. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 Shout-out to Corey. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's the universe coming together. We all know him. Yeah. Um, good on you, Corey. Good on you, everyone. Thank you. Let's let's give a shout out to 199th as well. Just oh yeah. 199th. 199th Patreon was Harrison, Harrison. Sumter. And you I'm going to give a shout out without to 199. Exactly. Yeah. And Lockie Tan, the most recent top tier subscriber. God bless you. Oh, good on you, Lockie Tan. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Good on you, Remy. Take, um, hope the rest of the couple of days go yeah. well and all the best with yeah, everything. Lads. We'll see you in Melbourne. See you in Melbourne. Yeah, Matt. See you in Melbourne. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh. <laughs>